Hello and welcome to the podcast Where Did the Rabbit Go? A podcast where every week we look at a certain claim that has been made on social media, in the news or something picked up in a casual conversation and go down the rabbit hole together. I'm your host Marco and this is show 23 for Thursday, July 9th, 2020. This week is one of those cases where I almost had nothing to talk about. I was waiting and waiting for something to show up in my social media accounts. And nothing really did. Good thing I have some backup plans. So with only hours to go, I decided to talk about an article that I had read last year, which for me was a fascinating look into human psychology and a valuable lesson for a growth mindset. Let's take a look and learn something new together, my dear rabbits. As I said, this is an article that I stumbled upon last year, and it is a short but good one on an online magazine called Inc.com. I am sure you all know this situation and you have all done it. We are a very social species, and as such, we talk a lot to others. So let's draw the picture here. Maybe you are on lunch break with your co-workers, or in the dresses of the gym, Maybe in a beauty salon or in a bar to have a drink after work. Or at a barbecue at a friend's house. Whatever the situation might be, you will probably be doing some small talk. And we might be talking about sports, politics, fashion or the job. You name it. But that's not what we are interested in in today's episode. Well, kind of. The part that we are interested in is when we announce our plans to our friends and family. Or instead of talking about it, we might even be posting it on Facebook. So let's see some examples. We all have probably said something along the following lines or heard it from our loved ones. Next semester, I will start taking Spanish classes. This time for real, I'm going to make that diet and lose weight. This summer I will get my first tattoo. I will tell that person that I like them and want to date. For these semestral exams I will start studying early this time. Starting tomorrow I will do more sports until I can run a 5k. I will soon start my own business. And so on and so on. Those are just a few examples and the details may vary. So instead of Spanish you might want to study Korean. And it does not really matter here if we're using the will future or the going to future. That's just technical. The thing here is, it feels good to share the plans with others, doesn't it? It's great to get that off the chest and to have a good friend in on our plans. That's moral support after all. And now that we posted about the diet, the tattoo or the language class on Facebook, that means that we are committed to the plan. And it will help us get through with it. That should help us achieve the goals, right? Meh. Wrong. It's actually the opposite. When we announce our intentions before we even started to make them real, it makes it less likely that we actually achieve our goals. Isn't that surprising? 
it's kind of counterintuitive at first sight. But when we take a look at the article that I'm referring to, and I'm also sharing it in the show notes, it actually all makes sense. So they refer to a controlled study that was made by a German university with 49 psychology students. They gave the students a survey about their commitment to their career and they made them write their two most important intentions on a sheet of paper. Intentions or plans they had about their study habits for the following week. Then they divided them into two groups, A and B. Group A was given the information that the research team had read their written down intentions. And group B, they communicated that the sheet of paper got lost in the whole pile of paper, so nobody got to read their intentions. A little parenthesis here. What I just described is what is meant when we say a controlled study. For example, to test a new medicine. One group will receive the medicine and another group will not receive it. Instead, that second group will receive a sugar pill without any active ingredient called a placebo. This group that does not receive the medicine is called the control group. This way, we can compare who really got better because of taking the medicine. By the way, such a study is called blinded when the patients do not know if they are in the experimental group or the control group. And it's called double-blinded if also the researchers don't know who is in which group until the very end. So in our example, we are interested in the effect of announcing our plans. So the researchers let all the students announce their plans. And then group A, the experimental group, just because they believe that somebody actually read their plans. And group B would be the controlled group, because supposedly nobody read their intentions. We can assume that the participants in the study were not informed about the real purpose, which would make this a controlled, blinded study. So back to the experiment. The following week, the students had to fill out another survey where they would report if they had actually followed through with what they wrote down the previous week. By the way, there's another term in here. By having all the participants fill out surveys, this can also be called a self-report study. Instead of objectively measuring something quantitatively, here we're relying on the subjective and honest report of the participants. Well, the result was the following, quoting from the article. In the results of this study and subsequent studies performed on other students, the experimenters found that the students whose intentions were known tended to act less on their intentions than those whose intentions were unknown. End. Very important here. There were subsequent studies, which means other groups of researchers performed the same or a very similar experiment and made the same observations. In their analysis, the researchers offer the following interpretation. If we make an action plan, that means there is a difference between where we currently are and where we want to be. And we have got to do something to get to where we want to be. Like in our examples, where you want to be is, you want to become Spanish-speaking, slim, sporty, tattooed, a business owner, a passing student, etc. So we make a plan how to get there. If we communicate our intentions of doing something specific to other people, like our best friend, 
our brain receives a signal that we are already doing something about it, just by telling a friend. Remember, our brain is all about chemistry, about releasing hormones that signal something. Unfortunately, the article does not mention which hormone this would be here, but my educated guess would be dopamine. That's a hormone that makes us feel pleasure, for example, when we have achieved something. So our brain gets the message, or the reward, just by telling our best friend that we are now going to do exercise, that we have already achieved something, although we really have not done anything. So is it a bad idea to write these things down, like in a diary? Might be, but it's definitely a bad idea to openly share them with others. We are receiving signs of closure instead of really getting signs of a commitment. That's what we want. So we are fooling ourselves. Instead of being a talker, we should be a doer. Let your actions and the first results speak for you. So instead of telling everyone that uh, you are going to soon start a diet, just make an appointment with a nutritionist and get a personalized plan then go to the store and buy all the ingredients and make the diet. And your friends will soon notice when the first two or three kilograms are gone. No need to tell them in advance. Instead of announcing your intention to take Spanish classes, just enroll in a course and work for it. Participate in the class. And when you have some basic skills, you take your best friend to that Argentinian steakhouse. Well, when you have the skills and when the whole coronavirus quarantine home office situation is finally over. And you surprise them by ordering the meal in Spanish. Let your actions speak for you. You plan to exercise and get ready for your first ever 5K? Well, do so. Track your progress with one of the many GPS apps that are out there. And when you are ready, you register for a local 5K race. They happen pretty much every week in big cities like the one where I live. And then you invite your friend to cheer for you at the race. Or the plan of getting that tattoo? Don't just tell. You might never do it. Just go and get it and then show it off. Or make the appointment and ask your friend to join you for moral support on that day. Alright, in this context, as I am an educator, I must say the following. If you are under 18 years, you will actually have to tell the plan to somebody, which is your parents. Because if you're under 18, without parental consent, in most places of the world, a tattoo would be illegal. And that's actually a good, responsible tattoo artist will turn you down, will ask you for your ID and turn you down if they see that you're not at least 18 years old, which is good. Remember, tattoos are forever, so it should be a very well thought of thing. So enough hypothetical examples. Let me tell you some personal examples. A few years ago, after failing so many times at it, I was frustrated that no diet attempts would work for me. Until I saw the results in a friend who posted photos on Facebook. And I asked her how she did it. And she told me about the nutritionist that she went with who guided her through the whole process. So this time, I just asked her for the contact information and made my appointment for the next day and got started and had weekly or bi-weekly appointments. And with a lot of patience and support from my wife and very often small, oh so very small, but healthy meals, 
um, and daily exercise, I lost 20 kilograms in just six months. That was a long, difficult road to walk, but it was worth it. The difference that time was I just went for it instead of talking about it. Well, my dear rabbits, what can I tell you? Unfortunately, this whole quarantine situation was not very helpful and some of the kilograms are already back where I don't want them. So currently, I should go back to that diet plan. But I shouldn't tell you this. And just go for it. So you never heard it from me? The other personal example is this podcast. I had the idea to start a podcast. I had the desire for a while now. And I had been sharing the intention to some friends previously, but never made it real. Until this whole home office situation started. Suddenly, I had some time on my hands and I just went for it. So my podcast is just one of these generation COVID, I guess. I looked at some YouTube tutorials. I googled and saw that there are not so many steps to take and that they are all easy. And within really two or three days from scratch, I had a name for the podcast, a logo, a concept, an account on a host site and the first episode recorded and published within days. So take actions first, not later. Now that the podcast is a habit with a new episode every Thursday, now we can talk about it. Do you have any of the plans that I mentioned as an example in this episode or a similar or a different one? Well, just go for it. Your friends will notice and congratulate you once you have that new habit or that achievement. But here's a question for you, my dear rabbits. Which are the achievements that you have already made that you are proud of? Please share them with me in the comments of the Instagram post using the hashtag where did the rabbit go? Now that you have achieved them, you may proudly share them and feel good about them, maybe even brag. So please share them on the Instagram post that goes with today's episode. Before we finish, one more word about the magazine article that I read. That article is a good starting point, but just reading such an actually short article is not really research. You see, this article just talks about a research project, which makes it a secondary resource. We really should look for the primary resource, which would be the report by the scientists themselves. And it is in the magazine's favor that they actually have a hyperlink to the original study. But unfortunately, now the link is dead. But they do mention the name of the leading researcher, Peter Goldwitzer from NYU. And by Googling his name, you get to his webpage, where all his published articles are linked. Now, that means we truly have trustworthy sources here and are not just reading a fake article on the Internet. I will also be linking Golwitz's page in the show notes because he has several articles just like the one we took a look at for this episode. A lot about motivation, intentions and taking action. Something that it's really worth to take a dive into. And of course I'm linking to the magazine article from Inc.com with the headline Research reveals that publicly announcing your goals makes you less likely to achieve them if you thought that telling everyone your goals creates accountability, think again. Sounds a little bit clickbaity, but it's an article worth reading. Well, that's all for today's episode. 
I hope you enjoyed it and learned something. For growth mindset, you can find my podcast on Instagram at Where Did the Rabbit Go? And if you like the show and you want to support me, there are very easy and painless ways to do so. You can rate and review the show, whether you are listening on Spotify or on iTunes. That would raise the ranking of the show and would make it easier for other people to find the podcast as well. And please subscribe so you get the show into your podcast feed automatically every time there's a new episode. Communicate with me using the hashtag where did the rabbit go on Instagram or Twitter. Remember this week's question for you. It's what achievements have you already made that you can now proudly share? Dear rabbits, stay safe and stay curious. And until next Thursday, I am Marco and this has been Where Did the Rabbit Go?